This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. many people are really, really glad here this morning. We bless God for the meeting in Abeokuta. What a mighty event. How many of you saw it? To God alone be all the glory. All the people that came from church, maybe about 40. All the people that traveled by road, by air. Everybody, no casualty, no nothing. People like Dose use trains, some use aircraft, all kinds of uh, transportation system. But the Lord kept everybody. And we give God all the glory. Hallelujah. Let's read something this morning. When you step out of your arena, in the sense that out of the four walls of the church, you will quickly know that Satan is real. There were several attacks in that place. That was ordinary. The thunder that followed, many of you that were there physically, you will know that Apostle Man is indeed a man of God. Any other pastor would have fled that stage with what happened that night. I mean, some were there physically, some what happened. They turned out that the kind of thing you don't hear in Lagos. And not because certain people renounced in fact a day before. And they gave an open testimony that we burned some charms at the stadium. So the reaction on that Friday night was my parents told me that they they wanted they could have, they were at home, they sat together in their hands and started praying. They said that we've never seen this kind of rain before. I mean, they, they began to pray. But they were sure that not a single person stood up. So imagine that huge number coming to give their life to Christ under the rain. I was just like, dear Lord Jesus. I you know the funny thing? The stadium was never covered until this year. No, not to God that all this works. By day one, one guy came to the stadium, a popular reporter in the city, took the pictures and forwarded it to the governor, deputy, and everything, put it on Twitter. They turned our stadium to crusade and began to, so the permanent secretary called the uh, management of the stadium. Who asked you to do that? And the, and the management is allergic. He said, Pastor, don't worry yourself. Nobody can put pressure on me. He said, you will do all your days here. I am ready to face anybody. And I don't think that reporter was a Muslim. It's amazing what people do. But you see, God has a way of defending his own people. Who would have thought that a non-Christian has been, been the one that would say, he said, just, he said, all pressure on me. Don't worry. I will have to do that. You just continue. God is good. We plan to use the pitch before. That was what we used day one. Because the pitch naturally take about 12,000 chairs. That was the plan to use the pitch. Was when that guy reported, I just said, no, you know what? Take the chairs and let's use the pavilion and everywhere. Not knowing that it was even helping us. So why is it against you work to do? The following day, as a race of ministry, there was rain. But because 
all the pavilion seats were covered and we are left, we are stacked the chairs. So nobody said, imagine that people will be evacuated from their seat during the administration. But because the guy came day one, the Bible says, if they knew, they would have not crucified the Lord of glory. So when we saw the pavilion, we decided, okay, you know what? This is where we'll use for the rest of the meeting. Because we now saw that camera view, the pavilion was better. God is awesome. <laughs> Hallelujah. To God be the glory. <laughs> oh, Father, we praise you. We are so glad. You are wonderful in all your ways. Glory to God. All right. The blood. <laughs> Let's read Colossians 1 from verse 20. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And having made peace through his blood. Everybody say peace. peace. I want to speak briefly about two things out of about 12. I'll mention two today that the blood will do for you. He made peace through his blood of his cross. By him to reconcile all things to himself. By him I say whether things in heaven or not. Next verse. And you, they were sometimes alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works. Yet now, everybody say the last word. Have you been reconciled? Next verse. In the body of his flesh, through the true death, to present you. Say it. What's the first thing? Next. Next. Glory to God. <laughs> you know, if I stop there alone, have you ever thought about the fact that you are unblameable? Without reproof. You know the meaning? Ah. The blood of bulls and goats, they are torn for people. The blood, they cover people. The blood of Jesus does not cover only. It takes away sin completely. Then he washes the sinner and makes him clean. Other blood did not do that. Hallelujah. To the point that at any time a Christian applies the blood, the father says you are blameless, unreprovable. That means there is no nothing wrong with you. Say amen to that. Amen. Can have your seats. This is where the peace is coming from. You see, I will show you two men. I hope to be brief this morning because I'm even managing my voice. <laughs> I will show you two men in the Bible. And you know, we have a meeting in the evening, right? All generous people in the house. If you are not generous, don't come. <laughs> my voice actually cracked yesterday, but it's like it's coming back. Thank you, Jesus. Anyway, <laughs> I, I can't remember really taking any rest that was not disturbed. There's somebody we call. Satan is a bastard. Once you defeat him, he comes, 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 he comes he 
I want to lie down. Somebody just called that this one happened, and then we'll speak, and then God, and then somebody will just call again that that this one. Somebody just call again that this one. <laughs> I don't say this to call them bad people. Just like the uh, the last a, a night before, I tried to do some millions of transfer to the people that brought the stage, and it's I didn't know that the money reversed after transferring, and their boss over there got angry. One 30 minutes to Natalie Bass's administration, our one hour to, he said he should collapse the stage and carry it. I said, This is not. I said, Who do you take us for? How much is the whole thing? If we are giving you millions, you think that you will see I said, Let me show you that I forwarded your money to us. And what am I going to do? Network is the issue. Where is the place of trust? But well, that's not to say they might have had bad experiences with people, but it doesn't. No, I was just one issue after the other. <laughs> the Bible said, I shall wear up the saints of the most high. You must learn to respond by faith. Everyone I check your phone, one message. How oh, there is this thing? Oh, there is this one. There is this one. But at the end, we give God all the praise. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. What a wonderful time again. What a wonderful time. I, I was so blessed myself listening to the message. I was so blessed. I had a very wonderful time myself. Hallelujah. And then, of course, in the end, when we got back to Lagos, I came with a, an apostle drove together, just the two of us to Lagos. And then he came to my house. And we had another wonderful time before he went to the airport. What a great man he is. Yes, and he was blessing all the children, eating biscuits with everything. I'm praying for I mean. It's a it's an unusual man. It's I, I had a, a wonderful discussion. We talked from Abuja to Lagos. I got we're the only two, so we could talk about anything. <laughs> so I went to somebody said, you see, we've been talking. We thank God. For every minister that came, thank God. Pastor Victoria, God bless them. These people are wonderful. Pastor Victoria Reze came into the country just for the meeting. She came into Lagos on Tuesday, came for a meeting on Wednesday, and went back to America on Friday. Only God knows how much she must have spent, and I don't think she flies economy that would have come to just to be. Why would show you that kind of love? You should appreciate them. That that's something great. Pastor <laughs> Nathaniel doesn't travel when he's doing a earlier challenge. He came that day in the afternoon, and he returned back to Lagos in the night. So, and I said that the peers were telling him, I learned a challenge in between. We are going to drive to Abeokuta and come back and now do vigil again. It didn't look quite, but he said, I have to. And thank God for all of them. Thank God for all of them. <laughs> Minister Duzi doesn't like taking uh, uh, transportation from Lagos to Southwest States because of the accident happened. He doesn't like to. But they came and we got them the train to Abeokuta. They, they missed the train by 10 minutes. The train doesn't wait for anybody. And I didn't want to force him to do anything. I said, what are we going to do now? He said, I will think about it. Maybe tomorrow I'll do morning session. But then, 10 minutes after about that, when I called the protocol people here that they were already on the road. And I said, they should go by road. God bless everyone, every single one of them. <laughs> Hallelujah. Apostle Michael Ropo left for Cameroon immediately after. I mean, these people made huge sacrifices here and there just to be at the meeting. And we thank God for everyone. Apostle Seman came from Enugu and then just landed Lagos, came straight, and within two hours of arriving, I built her straight to, out of his room to the. I mean, God bless every single person. One day, 
Pastor Aki Akbelumi, who brought a powerful ministration of the kingdom, Pastor Yemi David, awesome man of God. Even our own Shenkoka, Pastor Shenkoka was awesome. He spoke to Abiokuta as an Abiokuta man. What a, what, what a, and then of course our own Desola, wonderful, <laughs> wonderful minister. And all the people that pastors that followed, Captain D was there with me all through. Thank God for every single, everybody, camera crew, media, social media, sound, Banji, everybody. I mean, choir. They did a wonderful job. Thank you so much, medical team. Everybody that went, everybody, thank you so, so, so much. Getting your rules was expensive, but we bless God. <laughs> you know how many rules have to write for about 40, so, you know. <laughs> for four nights. Just imagine. <laughs> but me, I mean, thank God for having them around. Bless God. Hallelujah. What was I saying? <laughs> Hallelujah. Two very important things. Number one, peace. Romans chapter 5 verse 1. Peace. I don't want to say much today, but we will revisit this stuff. Therefore, being justified by faith, we are peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. What is mean of justification? That's one of the benefits of the blood that we're talking about another day. Being justified. A justified man, it means that declared not guilty. Or put it in the best way that you said, uh, uh, we always put it. When you, are, when you say a man is justified, it means just as if he never sinned. This is why you are unblameable in his sight. He does not remember the sins you have committed anymore. Once the blood comes in, there is total, you become a new person before God who has no record of any error in the past. Won't you say amen to that? Yeah. It's not a call for people to begin to sin. But every time you look through the blood, you remain unblameable. Errors are taken away. This is why the blood can end any cause because it has the power of totally, totally washing up the past. And I'll show you one man, and I'll talk about the second thing. Romans 5 verse 9. We are peace. Much more than being now justified. Now verse 1 says justified by faith. Now, verse 2 is actually painted, of this second verse painted the picture more, that justified by his blood. Justification by faith is by the blood. We shall be saved from wrath to come. Men and brethren, you see, all through old covenants, this peace eluded men. Why? None of them, because Jesus was here to die. Nobody was absolutely sure of acceptance by God. This peace we are talking about, it means that to be at peace with God and God is at peace with you. This is where boldness comes from. This is where you are never afraid of judgment anymore. Let it rain cat and dog. Let fire be burning. 
some Christians are eager, anxious, and happy to meet the Lord. Some are afraid because they don't know what the master will tell them on that day. The Bible says when we go to pray, one of the ways to have an assurance that you are accepted of God is to know that the blood has been shed on your behalf. Not only that, you must speak it with your mouth every time you want to approach God. But that way, there is absolute, absolute peace between you and the Father and nothing can be wrong. Amen. Amen. See, in Job chapter 1, Job understood that a man can't be without error. So how do we do this? There is nobody here at one time or the other some wrong thoughts will cross your mind. You might talk about somebody. You will never get to a point where you do everything correctly every single time. Again, we are not saying, we are not justifying people who remain in their sins and want to live anyhow. That's anti-Christianity. But I'm saying that even as we walk in the light, you cannot say that there will not be a period of one week that a thought you don't want that's not scriptural, a word that's not scriptural, or maybe an attitude will not pop up. But there is peace. Job chapter 1. I want to read something and then I'll move to the second thing. Glory to God. There was a man in the land of Hosea's name was Job and the man was perfect and upright. One that feared God and eschewed evil. Let's start from verse 4. He had seven sons and three daughters and his sons went and feasted in their houses. Everyone is day. And sent and called other three sisters to eat and to drink with them. I'm going to verse 5. This is very important. It was so when the days of their feasting were gone about that Job sent and sanctified them. And rose up early in the morning and offered burnt offerings according to the number of them all. That means a bull and a ram, or at least a bull for each one of them. They had gone out to feast. Job said that one of them might have said something wrong. Now, Job was doing this out of fear. And this was a loophole that Satan never saw. But you will understand why Satan never saw anything. When he approached God, now let me finish here. For Job said, it may be that my sons have sinned and caused God in their heart. Thus did Job, how many? There was never a time that the boys went out. And when they came back, Job will count up. How many of you went out? 13 of us. Uh, six of us. And he will take a bull and a ram and sacrifice for each person every time. And he said that let it not be. Why? We are in peace now. There is divine protection. I don't know what these guys have done, where they've gone to. But I know something. No matter what they have done, if I offer blood, they are covered. So, when Satan showed up before God, God said, have you thought about Job? And Satan couldn't find any loophole. He said, Lord, you have surrounded him. Are you getting something? Yes, this is what happens when the blood speaks for you. Satan himself testified before God. He said, you surrounded Job. He said, not, he said you have made an edge around him about his house, about all that he had on every side. You have blessed the work of his hand. His substance is increased in the, in the hand. He said, God, touch him now and see what will happen. And God said, I don't do evil. You are the evil one. I will just allow you to touch. Me, I don't. When I touch, they are blessed. When you touch, they are destroyed. So go do your job. 
But I'm just showing you that the Bible did not say Job's sons were perfect. As long as their father maintained shedding blood for each one of them, as long as he kept doing that, they were covered. And Satan had no allegation against any one of them. Oh, by the blood of Christ we stand. Brethren, how much more the blood of Jesus? It was God that called Satan's attention to something. Satan did not know. Blood was being offered. But he did know that Job had fear. And fear is an inlet in the spirits. Mm. When the calamity came, chapter 3, he said, the thing that I greatly fear, they have finally come upon me. He was doing those sacrifices afraid that one day, but Satan didn't see it because blood was continually flowing. The, the peace of God, all men labored for it in old covenant. Just to wake up one day and know that the Father is okay with me. Most of them couldn't get there. Even the prophets, none of them could get there. Because they just were living by their faith then, not by the faith of the Son of God. I get what I'm saying. Yes, sir. And Christians still could that the just shall live by faith. Paul changed the equation when he came. Galatians 1 said, The life I live now, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Not by my faith anymore. They just can live by their faith, but your faith is not perfect. No just man is perfect. So the just man should better live by the faith of the Son of God. Yeah. I get what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. Mm. Let me take you to the second thing. Peace with God. We're talking about that. The Bible is filled with a lot of scriptures on that that are peace. Peace. Better brother, see, this gives you boldness in prayer. When you don't have boldness in prayer, you will not receive. Do you know that when you say, Father, in the name of Jesus, especially when you say, that, Father, in the name of Jesus, I come through the blood of Jesus Christ. The way they view it never changes immediately. They see an unblameable person. Somebody say amen to that. Yeah. I get what I'm saying. Yeah. Now, that is on the part of God, peace. Now, that peace on the part of God also means what we just read about Job now. It means that you are actually invincible to the enemy. The blood. Last week, I showed you about Rehab. All houses went down, but because he was holding that scarlet, which was a red thread, on his window, on that window, a house stood. I'll show you the second person. Exodus chapter 4. Now, this is a story that many people don't know. Why did this happen? There are some stories that the Bible refused to give details, even though they are very deep story. When God appeared to Moses and finally, after the argument ended, I'm, I'm a stammerer. I cannot go. Lord, send somebody here. You remember all those drama? In the body boot. Moses said that, Lord, I can't go. Finally, God said, throw down your rod. He did. Put on your bosom. Finally, he agreed to go. But something happened. Then he went to his father-in-law. And he told him, sir, you have to release me. I won't go check my people. And the man said, go. As they were going. This one, people don't know the story, even though it's clarity there. Something happened on their way back. Let's start from verse 23. I'm actually going to verse 24. And I said to the lamb, let my son go thy may serve. No, Exodus 4.23. Sabi, if thou refuse to be, I will slay thy son, the firstborn. Sorry, Exodus, give me Exodus 1.23. Or is it 3.23? Sorry, 3.23. 3. Just go in chapter before. 
Yeah, verse 20, go to verse 23. Go to 223. Let me make sure the top. Or is it Exodus 1? I want where he began to take his journey to Egypt, and then something happened on the way. When he told his father in law that he was going, and then. Others, I know I'm. Go down, just help me locate the verse, please. Where he was traveling on the journey back to. From his father-in-law to Egypt. Just let me look for the place. Okay, I quote a lot, but I don't know everything. Just help me. Who is that of scripture? Just help me locate when he was going back home. He said bye-bye to his father-in-law. And if you see it, please just tell me. Let's 424. I know it was chapter 4, but I don't know. The children they put it earlier confused me, but yes, now. So what were you reading before? Go up. Go to verse 23, please. Okay. Okay, this was what God because I was like, let my people go. If you know, don't let them go. I will slay your son. It, that one, it looked to me like what happened when he was now standing before Pharaoh. You know, you know I quoted chapter 4 for God. Like, ah, so that this man, I know that it's in chapter 4 where he traveled back. But when I read this passage, this one happened. Well, this was what he said to Pharaoh. And this, now he's here to get to Pharaoh here. So, but let's read. Let me go. Verse 24 is where I'm going. It came to pass by the way in the inn that the Lord met him and sought to kill him. Why did God do this? I won't speculate. I don't know. Moses finally ended up. I said, okay, you know what? I will go. I will go. And he wanted to tell his father-in-law that, excuse me, I want to go and check my mind. The father-in-law said, bye-bye. That's the scripture I was looking for. I wanted to read from where the father-in-law told, okay, bye-bye, you can go and visit, go in peace. And he took his wife, Zipporah, and they were traveling to where God sent them. Then one night, let's start from 20, please. Moses took his wife and his sons and said, he had two sons, Gashom and Lisri, set them upon the ass and they returned to the land of Egypt and Moses took the rod of God. It's no more the rod of Moses, the rod of God in his hand. Next verse. And the Lord said to Moses, okay, this was what God, when you get to Egypt, do all the wonders which I have put in thy hand, but I will add the Pharaoh's heart, it will not let the people go. Next verse. Thou shalt say to Pharaoh, thus said the Lord, Israel is my son, even my firstborn. Okay. Next verse. Let my son go to Abisabi. If you don't let them go, I will slay thy son, even thy firstborn. Verse 24. So even when he left his father-in-law's house, God was still talking to him. He said, when you get to where I asked you to go to, do all the wonders I told you to do. And he said, yes, sir. So what were rented? Verse 24. As they were going, they got to a guest house and decided to wait a little. And that night, God appeared to him and God wanted to kill him. I don't know who taught Zipporah what she did. What is it about God and blood? We don't know the method God adopted. But surely the wife was watching the husband dying and dying and dying. And she did something. Next verse. Then Zipporah took a sharp stone and cut up the foreskin of her son and cast it at his feet and said, Surely 
a bloody husband thou art to me. Verse 25, verse 26. So he let him go. Then she said, a bloody husband thou because of the circumcision. Next verse. And the Lord said to Aaron, go and meet your brother Moses. I see the drama just ended immediately. What really happened here? Some theologians have said that it was not God that tried to kill him. It was Satan that wanted to kill him. Because of the mission he was going to execute. I don't know whether God or Satan. Somebody shall wanted to kill him. I get what I'm saying. I don't know who told Zipporah. She was not an Israeli. How did she know about circumcision? But she must have understood that anywhere there is shedding of blood, there must be ransom. Somebody must be redeemed anytime the blood is spilled. So as Moses was dying, she circumcised, caught the first king of the son and threw the blood against Moses. When the blood landed on Moses, God just left him alone or whoever was trying to kill him and Moses just recovered immediately and they continued their journey. You see, there is power in the blood. I told you, which I said that it will be the final thing we are going to go. We will practice that together here. That how to plead the blood is not to say, I plead the blood of Jesus. Every time you say anything the Bible says about the blood, you are mightily pleading the blood. Men and brethren, the blood is how we prevail in the courtroom of heaven. Against every voice. In Exodus 30, Exodus 34 verse 7, God introduced himself somehow. Keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity, transgression, and sin, that we by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children. See, many times, when it comes to transgenerational stuff, the Bible will many times prefer to use the word iniquity instead of sin. Iniquity by definition of the old covenant, is actually the sin of a family. It is what gives Satan the legal rights to reign from one generation of a family to another. And that's why people go for ancestral spirit and deliverance and all those things. What they should do is somebody to teach them the word of God, to know how to wake up by yourself. One sentence, not seven days fasting. You can actually in five minutes and End any negative pattern in any family without being a prophet, just a minor Christian. There are no minor Christians anyway. As a believer, because of what I'm sharing, by the blood of Jesus Christ, you will find people like Daniel repenting on behalf of their family, say the sins of the forefather. See, what happens is that the one who is gone cannot be forgiven. Once they are, once, once they are dead, they are dead, they are gone. But you see, there's what they call what I said, iniquity tries to travel from generation to generation. In certain bloodline, people are just prone to promiscuity. In certain bloodline, that some men will not cheat. It's beyond the guy. Along the line, he's going to cheat on his wife. In certain bloodline, when, see, I have 
Ah. Do you know, honestly speaking, I'm not referring to anybody. Please let nobody feel that I'm using them to preach or anything. I dealt with over 20 or so cases or 30. Where people will fail you, the mother just one day woke up, packed the load, disagreed with the father, and left the house. And here you are, you are talking to the lady. Seven of you are telling her that there's no domestic violence, there's nothing. It's just a man disagreement. This guy is not a wicked person, and she does not want to hear until the marriage ends. She, he, many times, I nowadays, I don't talk much. I just begin to intercede. Because once this thing is at work, the person will not hear what you are saying. The person will believe, contrary to what 10 million other people will tell her, that the best situation right now is to pack my bag and leave. Why? Something is pursuing her. She has not dealt with it. And when we hear message, someone will just say, okay, I need deliverance. No. You need the knowledge of the word of God to know that you have authority to stop whatever has been flowing by the revelation of the blood. Yes. The Lord didn't give us the word for us as a decoration. We used as a battle weapon. Yes. Glory to God. Prayers like in the name of Jesus Christ. On behalf of my family, I stand by the blood of Jesus. And I declare my case in the courtroom of heaven by the blood. That this family is free of any evil reigning because of the blood. I'm a believer and I bear the name of this family. And I also bear the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord, I release the blood over anything flowing in the family. The blood takes control. And I, as a, as, as a believer, I take charge. And you begin to release words like that. We are justified by the word. We are purified by the word. By the blood, sorry. Purified by the blood. The blood speaks over this family. It speaks mercy. It speaks progress. It speaks prosperity. Because we're a member of the family, you are qualified to bring a change to that family by being born into that family. How many of you are getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Now, when you do this over and over again, a time comes that all that is crying around the family is the voice of mercy, voice of blessing, and not cause or anything anymore. That's why you are a priest in that house and you have a work to do. Why would somebody go for prayer house where they punish you for three days when with one sentence, once in a day or once in a week, you can actually recreate what is going on all around you? Practice what I'm telling you. Whenever the blood is mentioned, the enemy runs. He flees. And we must begin to do this. So two things I've said to the number one, peace between you and God. If that will give you confidence to be able to do what I've just said now. Knowing that you are at peace with God and you can address any situation with confidence. Why? Your heavenly father backs you about what you're about to say. Is somebody blessed? Yes, sir. We are not afraid to address forces. I am in the family to put an end to you. So you have to stop. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The blood of your family is running your vein. What stops wrong things about the blood is for another blood to speak for you. Did you get that? Satan leverage on the fact that you have the blood of your relative, of your, of, of your family. And on that ground, he tries to let certain things repeat themselves. But we also have the blood of Jesus. 
and on that ground, certain things will not repeat themselves. Can I hear, man? Is somebody blessed what I just said now? Yes. All delays in some families can be ended just this way. Oh, when they get to 45, somebody becomes sick, and that's the end. And you have, you know, when I was young, I've asked questions. And then one of them is a Christian, and he's still dying at 45. Until the Lord explains, which I've told you last week and two weeks ago, when we, when, we, when we laid the foundation of this message, and the Lord started showing me that these spirits are rebellious, but they don't necessarily obey because it's written in the word. They obey because a man takes the word and puts it in his mouth. And I give you an example. When Satan tempted Jesus, the third temptation, Jesus said that, Get behind me, Satan, for it is written. You shall serve the Lord thy God, only him you shall worship. Jesus said it is written. Didn't Satan know that it was written there before? It's... So you mean Satan knew that it was written that he was to worship Jesus, but he first of all turned around and demanded Jesus to worship him. It might have been written that peace on your family. The enemy pretends as if they don't know until you tell them. Why? Whatever is written must be enforced out your mouth. Did you, did you get? Yes, sir. There is judgment written. There is judgment executed. That is written does not mean it's executed. Are you with me? And there are two ways to do that. The blood, that what I said, making a decree, and the second one is just to give praise. Psalm 149, and then I close here. Verse Psalm 149. I want to read a short verse or, or a short chapter. Praising the Lord, sing a new song to the Lord. Say praise the condition of the saying. Next verse. Let Israel rejoice in him that made him. Let the children of Zion be joyful in their king. Next verse. Let them praise his name with a dance. Let them sing praises to him with timbrel and harp. For the Lord taking pleasure in his people, he will beautify the meek with salvation. Next verse. Let the same be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud upon their beds. What do you do on your own bed? You cry, you think about the dates. Ah, my shield. <laughs> the Bible says this is what you should do on your bed. When you want to go to bed, go to bed like a king. Begin to sing praise to God. Let the last thing that comes out of your mouth before your eyes closes in the night is that, Lord, I bless your name. I will bless the Lord at all times. Let us sing aloud in your bed. You are permitted to disturb your husband. I'm not calling for that door. Or your wife. Bible says you should sing aloud. Say, there was one with you. Bible says I should sing aloud. That you are the one that is disobeying God. You are not singing aloud. So for two minutes, sing aloud before you fall asleep. <laughs> Next verse. This, <laughs> Let the high praise of God be in their mouth. And two angels sword in their hand. Next verse. To execute vengeance upon the evening. Punishment upon the people. Next verse. To bind their kings with chains. And their nobles. Is verse now I'm going. With fetters of iron. Everybody help me read this verse. Did you see? Did you see the two words there? So there are judgments within. But not necessarily executed. When you start praising God. You will begin to execute all judgment within. One of the judgments, the Bible says, I will contend with those who contend against you. When that is not happening, what you should know is that there is a judgment written, but not yet been executed. Touch not by anointed, but they are touching you. 
There's a judgment written, but it's not been executed. Those who rise against you will fall for your sake, but they rise against you and they conquer you. There's judgment written, but not executed. Hallelujah. Is somebody with me? Amen. How many judgments are written and not been executed, but you need to start today? Speak about the blood, brethren. The Lord has been saying that to me over and over again. And you know what? When you combine your declaration of the blood with praise, that is a dangerous combination. It's a tummy bomb in the spirit. Hallelujah. At time before you begin to say what the scriptures say about the blood, the first time you are just praising God for the blood. Lord, thank you for the blood. Oh, I'm not alone. The blood has been shed. Oh, thank you for the blood. I've been sanctified by the blood. Father, I give you praise. And you are singing and rejoicing that the blood has done something for you. Then you begin to declare what the blood has done. Then you go back to praise again that I have victory permanently because of the blood. And you are rejoicing. I will never forget it was the same, this same I went for last year. Captain was with me in the car. I were coming. I don't know what I, we knew that Satan sent this guy. We just saw a car. It must have been on 180 because I speed a lot. So for you to beat my speed, you must be. And was coming over to we just I just saw from the rear mirror. And was coming directly. Sincerely, I don't say this publicly. I've only said it a few times. Three people, three of them were in, in the car with me. As if a hand picked a car, picked the car, and threw the car off the way. The guy was coming like this, just went back and went off the road and away from. You know, the enemy just felt that this emotion don't get back to Lagos. I can tell you many, many more where I have faced a trailer and I left this thing because I didn't know what to do. I mean, that kind of play, I just left this. I didn't even say in Jesus' name. I find myself on the other side. I go to the other side, I first of all packed, shivering. Nothing happened, no but what I saw. He that keepeth Israel. No matter the charm, thank God for seeing the child who were born in the stadium. Put it on my seat. All I need to say is just to say that, Lord, thank you for the blood. Except the Lord now say, Don't sit there. Once I mention the blood, it is completely neutralized. Why are Christians not speaking about the blood? People, that's why it's not a very sweet message to me. People haven't been taught along this line. So we have the greatest weapon and we are misusing it. Mind can be purified by the blood. If you're always thinking dirty thoughts, speak the blood to your mind. And you know what? You can lay your hand on your child and begin to say, anything trying to turn this child to a bad person, by the blood you are cleansed, you are washed. And you have to go the right way. And they begin to. Yes. Remember that God said, after the stubbornness of Pharaoh, he said there is just one more plague. He said, this time around, he will let you go. You know, when it comes to the blood, God said, I see, it's the final thing you bring in. Some things will defy fasting. But the Lord told Moses that if blood is brought in, Pharaoh will give up. No demon as stubborn as Pharaoh. As far as the Bible is for the most stubborn person, Pharaoh. But God humiliated him by the blood. The power of the blood of Jesus Christ. Oh, glory to God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. If you think you've had a long day, 
you said some wrong things, just sit back and say, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I receive forgiveness through the blood and I receive redemption. I have redemption through the blood. I receive forgiveness, Lord. So I'm at peace with you. If you say from your heart, immediately a kind of pain descends in your heart. If you have been too busy, you register, you said too many things, it will be difficult to hear the voice of the Holy Ghost at that time. But you see, you don't need all the time to go and do a retreat. Sit down alone for two minutes and say what I've just said now. Peace will return. Your spirit will align again. Anything God wants to say to you, you will hear it right there. I get what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. This is how you connect. It's like you connect just the signal goes on again. Once you say that. After you are watch premiership, you watch movie, you talk out and then talk, talk, talk. And then you just said, those things actually, they make your body, your flesh comes and like your spirit is somehow subdued. But once you mention the blood again, you regain access again. You reconnect and you start again. And you know what? I've given you, this gives you peace because God does not remember the busy day you've had again. Now, you have just connected, download is possible again now. All things are new. Let's rise. Is somebody blessed today? Hallelujah. You know, I almost told someone else to pray this morning that say I'm tired, that somebody should. Maybe I'll just take one or three services. But I felt that, no, let me just say this to God. Because somebody, this will help you. If there is a lady listening to me, since I started sharing this message, the ones I know that they told me, I don't know the ones who are doing secretly. <laughs> you don't have to tell me, of course. But somehow that I got to here, there must have been up to 11 ladies in the church now in the last one month who have entered a relationship, who have not been in relationship in the last five years, in the last one month. And we have not even prayed with the blood in that sense. I don't tell people what to do. It's as if the veil on their face are just being lifted and guys are now coming for them. Last week, I, on my way to the bar, three people. Pastor, I'm not in game. I'm not in game. I didn't, I didn't assemble the possible. I was just happy that I've known these people in this church for five years. No relationship. In one month. In many times, we fabricate our own weapon. You think that when you do seven days dry, Satan doesn't eat, so he can't intimidate you with not eating. But let's go to what the Bible gives. They overcame by what? How will you overcome also? By the blood of the Lamb, by the word of your testimony. Testify of the blood. Any picture you see that is ugly, shout. But the blood has been shed on my behalf. I'm a blood-washed man. The blood of Jesus is speaking over my head. So no other blood is allowed to say anything. I'm giving, please, use this day and night as you drive to work. Reject poverty. Reject stagnancy. Reject causes by the power of the blood. Oh, glory to God. I want somebody to say with your mouth, I will, not, I will never be sick again. I will never sick again. By the power of the blood. All things, All things. They, work they work together for me, for, me. For, my good. for my good 
I'm into the blood covenant of Jesus. His blood speaks mercy over my life. Instead of judgment, I have mercy. I have obtained mercy. Mercy shows in every aspect of my life. Give God praise and shout a loud amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Last Sunday of the month, I will only share for a very, very short time because we are going to pray. By that time, I will list some scriptures that we project on the blood and it will be a covenant day of deliverance. Anyone that is there that day, any young lady, young man, married, some people desire the fruit of the womb, prosperity and everything, whatever it is, anything that people have seen that has held them down, that's the day the age will be completely. That is, if you, if you have not even broken it by yourself before then, then they will go on that day. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Zuke Baliko Sahaya. Yantre Kizo. I'm already feeling the anointing of God in the auditorium. Maybe somebody needs something. Uh, what you need cannot wait till the end of the month. God has to quickly do some work before the end of You can begin to pray in the spirit. I want to pray, but I've been told to hold on. You can begin to pray. I pray this person looking very tired, but I, I just sense somebody. There's a spiritual transmission going on. All forms of antagonism in the place of work, discord in family, bad luck, lack of favor, fear. Use the blood against them. I have peace with God. Therefore, I judge every situation from the place of the blood. My answer is that the blood says no. The blood says enough to that this morning. The blood is saying enough. Destruction, no, enough, no. Challenges. The blood is speaking favor over you. Blessings over us. Peace. Bakasayabala. Roto kebala hashelebos, lugo sete kebala hasalabaya. By the blood, I'm delivered from the family patterns. 
By the blood, I'm separated from family results that are not positive. Every handwriting against me is wiped off by the blood. Every wrong word I've spoken against myself, the blood is correcting them now. Even the judgment I brought against myself, I undo any evil I've created for myself by the blood. I undo by the blood. The blood corrects every mistake. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.